0: we are recording. Uh, Thank you very much for being on the show. My name is
1: Gary. May I have your name, sir? Oh, hey, it's me. I'm Jeremiah Isley. How's it going, Gary?
0: Hey, pretty good, man. And uh, thank you very much for being on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Sweet. So uh, normally, uh, Jeremiah, I just start off, I ask my guests, uh, how old are you?
1: So I just turned uh, 43 Uh, a couple weeks ago. Is it two weeks now? Something like that. At the very
0: end of October. So yeah. Oh, nice. Happy belated birthday, man. Well, thank you. (laughs)
1: Did
0: you do anything cool for your birthday?
1: You know, it turns out I released my uh, first episode of my new uh, audio drama on my birthday. Little gift I gave myself.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, man. Perfect timing. So um, what is it that you do? I also normally just ask my guests, uh, what is it that you do for your main job or your nine to five, like your main income source?
1: So um, I don't have per se a nine to five. Uh, my wife has a nice stable job that gives us benefits and healthcare care and all that stuff. And uh, I do a lot of freelancing. So I do, um, I work in the live theater and live sound industry. Uh, I do live concerts. I do sound design for live theatrical productions. Oh, uh, I do nice. do a little podcasting on the side for some clients. Uh, I pick up, you know, some, some shows that I edit and produce there. And uh, yeah. And then I do other creative projects that I try to make fly. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. So you just, I mean, basically you just get to be creative all day, every day.
1: Um, That's the goal. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah.
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Cause like, like with with me what I'm doing you know like I have to work my 9 to 5 my main job um, uh-huh. and then come home and try to do what I can on the side and it's uh it sucks because I would rather be doing what I do on the side as my main thing and then maybe do what I do as my main job on the side I doubt it I'd like to just not do that but whatever
1: I um, feel you we kind of did I did that for like uh a solid 8 years um mm-hmm. right after our our first son was born Um, my wife decided to stay home, so I went and got the day job and, uh, everything else sort of kind of went on the back burner and I did side projects when I could here and there. Uh, and then once, once our second son got into school, my wife and I just kind of looked at each other and she goes, what if I went back to work? And I was like, that'd be great. And she did. So um <laughs> awesome so, so that gives gonna me flip. hope though, yeah. man. Uh, yeah yeah you know there's I believe I firmly believe there are are seasons in life you know nothing absolutely. is forever and uh you know times change and you know doors open yeah. and doors close and just got to find the right one to open
0: absolutely man just got to keep grinding it out yeah yeah so hannah is my fiance if you're listening to this um there is hope that one day you'll be the one working all the hours and i'll be the one not working all the hours (laughs) but yeah so i mean people like that's another thing dude like um and oh by the way just disclaimer she does work um a lot and hard and uh i love her and she does everything for our family but yeah man like people think that like i'm just playing around when i'm back here like uh Working on my computer, doing graphics, doing, um, you know, trying to edit episodes and stuff. They just sure. think I'm playing around, you know. But like, really, it's hard work that goes into this shit, man.
1: Oh, it is. It is. It's you know, and it's one of those things. You know, people say, "Oh, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life." Mm-hmm. And I get like the sentiment behind that, but mm-hmm. no, you sometimes you still work. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we you know, work. <laughs> yeah there's still work being done you might enjoy that work and that process might be something yeah, you fun. think is fun and enjoyable but absolutely. you're still working your butt off absolutely yeah. yeah man
0: i enjoy every bit of it like uh i enjoy recording i enjoy editing i enjoy creating graphics and uh banners and flyers and if I'm at, while I'm at my my main job, I'll be at work and I'll be like spamming fucking Instagram on my phone while I'm working, <laughs> uh, trying to get double work in. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, I I've been there, man. I've done that, you know, just burning it whenever you can. It's and it's a great time for that, too, because like I said, I'm 43. So I remember growing up and it was like, oh, if you wanted to do something, technology it wasn't in your pocket, you know, like you no. didn't, you couldn't reach the world with a device in your pocket. Like now you can, you know, now you can right. make the most of your time when you're, when you're trying to get a project going or get something in front of somebody or, you know, whatever it is that you're working on. So yeah, it's a, it's a great time to be alive.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It's like back in the day, did always think about that? Like if you wanted to have some sort of like audio show that was heard that were not even heard, but is available to be heard
1: by yeah. the entire
0: world. You had to get like, you know, some big multi-billion dollar companies to fucking like back you. And, uh, right. you had to be discovered and put on and all this shit. But now you're just like, I'll do this shit myself.
1: Yep. I'll do it in my basement and, uh, pay a couple bucks a month for some hosting and let's go. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> yeah dude, my, I, I host for free, but that's a different story for a different time. But yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's super cheap cheap or free and or free. Um, And if you're willing to put in some some time to learn some software and some stuff, then you can do it for all yourself, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: So do you do all your editing or you got a team or or how's that work out for you?
1: No, right now it's it's just me. Um, I've been working on the last couple of years. I've been working on some shows. I used to do a lot of like tabletop gaming uh, podcasts and stuff like that. And oh, then nice. uh I had a I had a, a couple clients that I would just do the editing for, and then I had a, a client that I was doing a show with, uh, where we would interview folks and talk about entertainment and tech and stuff like that. Um, but I did it was it was all me in house um, doing the recording and the editing and all that production work. And uh, this year, I got into audio drama, which is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, and so, I've been working on that for the better part, you know, since about May, um, putting this this show together called Cryptic. And so, all the editing, all the sound design—that's all me. Uh, I I got a bunch of great actors. I got a, a guy, a couple guys that are doing original music for it. Nice, uh, but when it all when it all comes together in my laptop, it's it's just me sitting down, working away at it, and yeah, uh, yeah it's it's been uh, a lot more work. I expected a lot of work to go into it, but it's been a good amount more than I expected. But it's been super rewarding. It's been a lot of fun to work on.
0: So, are you going to do some some stuff on the Mothman?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, Mothman has sort of a, a fun role in the show. And I, I don't want to say too much because there's a lot of spoilers that I could just spill out right now because of that. Okay. But, but Mothman will play a role in the story, uh, as the season sort of unfolds here and heading into season two. So, nice, uh, um, yeah, you will Mothman is, is a part of what we're doing with cryptic for sure.
0: Nice. Nice. So, um, yeah, the reason I ask is because I live right here in Huntington, West Virginia. It's like twenty, thirty minutes from Point Pleasant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I saw that. I was like, "This is cool." I think that's how I started messaging <laughs> you, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. You saw one of my posts or something. Yeah, or, yeah. Or somehow we we collided on Instagram, and uh, yeah, <laughs> Mothman is uh, alive and well in the hearts of many. So absolutely, we will uh, <laughs> we'll see. You. Where that takes us here with cryptic but it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty fun ride
0: yeah dom, uh, dom z with the uh breaker breaker podcast he had me on his show as a guest and that's what he, he started uh, drilling me about the mothman it's funny nice <laughs> <laughs> so what else uh do you got you got going on just the uh, just cryptic right now is that your main focus or or what
1: so cryptic as far as like my personal endeavors yeah cryptic is is the big thing right now um Season one, it, for folks that are interested, uh, you can find it anywhere you find podcasts. And uh, it's, a, it's an audio drama. If you don't know what that is, it's like the old radio plays that they used to have back in the 30s and 40s, like pre-television entertainment for your home. Uh, and it's this gr- like thriving and large, growing industry that people are making these podcasts. It's all fiction. It's all storytelling. Um, So anyway, that's that's like my big thing right now. We're releasing new new episodes. New content comes out every Wednesday, uh, whether it's a full length episode. And I've got some some weeks we've got like mini episodes that are like two to four minutes long uh, that'll drop in between some of these these full episodes. So that's like the big thing. I've got two other shows that I'm developing that are highly ambitious (laughs) in terms of like I have to approach people to get permission to use like their intellectual property and stuff it's been an ordeal in itself but uh when I can announce what I'm working on if I ever can it's it's going to be really really sweet I'm really excited about it so Um, and then also myself and my writer have been meeting about season two of cryptic already. So that's already in the, in the works. He's, he's writing our episodes right now. Um, so as soon as the first season ends, we'll start production. Uh, we'll probably run another Kickstarter and, uh, and get season two underway. So that is, that's like my personal, those are the things I'm working towards uh, meanwhile i'm i'm doing um i'm a weird guy so <laughs> <laughs> are we uh, all man i yeah, talk to strangers so,
0: on the internet all day you know it's right weird, weird. Exactly.
1: so i'll be doing um i'll be doing another theatrical sound design for a production of Neverending story that's coming oh, nice. uh coming here to northeast ohio so i'm actually I have a meeting this uh two days from now uh, when I'll be meeting with the director and we'll, we'll go over uh, all the sound work that needs done for that. I'm also performing in, uh, for the 27th year, I'll be performing in the Nutcracker Ballet, uh, performing my role as the Mouse King, which I've done oh, since... Wow. Yeah, I've done 27 since I was... seven years? Yeah, I was 16 when I first got the role and uh, this, this ballet company kept me on every year. I just keep coming back. I haven't missed a single performance of this production and, uh, yeah, I I feel a lot older. Let me tell you (laughs) the knees and the ankles and the, all the joints in the back, they don't feel as, as good as they did back 27 years ago, but, uh, still, still kicking it here. So, um, so those are like the, the, that's, that's my world for the next three, four months here is, uh, doing all this work.
0: Nice. So you're I mean you're familiar with with acting and stuff. So that's that's
1: yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I grew up in the theater. I did a lot of theater, you know, acting class, community theater, stuff like that. Uh I took dance dance class for like 13 14 years growing up oh, too. Sweet. So that's how I got involved with the Nutcracker and all that stuff. Um I was a musician and that turned into me getting going to a trade school for recording back in nineteen ninety-eight. And ever since then I, I've worked in in live sound and live theater and um recording arts and all that stuff. So it, it's kind of a natural progression of why I'm doing podcast work now yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah so yeah. you almost
0: almost had to by default end up podcasting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. know I I, and I think I think folks that are, you know, there's a I guess the the indie studio is is dwindling away. And I think it's because mm-hmm. people just said, oh, well, you can record an album on your laptop now, so there's no need for me. But right. I think, you know, I think the the studios that got hip to like, oh, if we help professional clients with podcasting, there's a huge industry out there, you know, mm-hmm. like it just it was natural. Like Yes, be on the edge. Don't be Kodak, and go. Oh well, people don't buy film anymore. We're we're folding shop. You right. know, you, you got to be on that cutting edge. They should have been inventing Instagram and yes. Snapchat. You know, but they just kind of like sat there and and let their industry die out from under them. Right. So right. yeah, yeah. Podcasting. If you're if you're in audio and recording, it's it's the thing to do now. <laughs> so
0: do you? I, I, I was talking to my friend uh, Dom about this, and and he yeah. he always refers to like. 2019 as like the podcast gold rush like there's all this <laughs> shit like you you have these people inboxing you oh i'm a podcast promoter or i i edit podcasts and this one guy like selling fucking podcast um idea cards like you draw a random card and do a, a podcast and it's like that's a genius idea you know it and is like, great he's yeah, actually like doing pretty well on it and everything and like um nice. it's just crazy man why do you why do you think that that um that that's happening now of all times
1: it you know i don't know because i remember i started getting into podcasting i mean i had like what was it the second generation or third generation ipod when you had to like download podcasts onto your ipod you know it yeah. wasn't just like streaming and i thought man this is the coolest thing um you know, there were bands back then that were releasing like exclusive content on their podcasts. And, nice. um, I think, I don't know why I, I, I agree. I think we are, I don't know if it's 2019 or, you know, 2018, but we're in this, we're in this span of, yeah, it's, it's a podcast gold rush. Like everybody wants to podcast. Everybody wants to do it. I, I agree with that. I don't know why it's taken so long. I think that's my take on it is that yeah. why, why, why are people waiting? And I know there's like a lot of tools now like anchor. You can do, you know, produce it on your phone and things like that. But, um, I think, I think that's probably what was the barrier is a lot of people still didn't know exactly how to do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's going to keep blowing up. I just heard, um, oh gosh, what show is it? I can't remember the name of the show. It's a Netflix show. Uh, Anyway, there's a Netflix show that is going, I think it's later this year, early next year. They're releasing an audio drama, like spinoff story to this Netflix show that Netflix is producing. Um, So I, I think we're in the gold rush, but I don't think we've seen the height of it yet. You know, Are you I think talking
0: it, about the, because um, I saw it on this website that, that does yeah. like a, it's like human algorithm or whatever. Uh,
1: it's, I think it was that, gosh, I can't, I'm going to keep talking while I Google it because it's going to drive
0: me crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I saw it on like um this, this podcast convention thing that I'm. I'm thinking about going to to LA, man, to go to a podcast convention. Oh,
1: right on! And yeah, meeting
0: up with my friend who also does podcasting, and he lives in like Southern California. And um, just thought about going for the hell of it, you know what I mean? But like, yeah.
1: uh,
0: on their site, they said Netflix will actually be there, and Netflix will have like a studio set up, and you could like record nice. a like, little snippet of your episode or whatever in their episode for a chance to be featured on that show.
1: That's pretty awesome. Um yeah, my Google search is not doing so well right now. Yeah, it's but it's it's crazy. You know, the the bigger studios are going to start getting into it. Um but I think I think to, I guess to go back to your question like why is it such a big thing now? I think it's the it's the same reason like Facebook is huge and Twitter is huge. Like people yeah. people want to be heard. They want their voice to be valued. They mm-hmm. want their thoughts and opinions to be valued and heard by others um, because they either have a strong passion for something or they have a story that they want to tell. And I think, um, I, I think that drives people. You know that that yeah. passion for for whatever you're passionate about that that passion you have to to spread that news, to spread that word, whatever it may be. Um, I I think it's powerful. I think people. Uh, really want to be heard and, and valued. So, uh, yeah,
0: man, that's one thing I've noticed like doing this show. Yeah. Uh, just meet meeting random strangers. Like, I have zero criteria. Anyone, if, as long as you're 18 years of age or older, yeah. you can come on the show. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do.
1: I think that's so awesome.
0: But one thing I've noticed is, um, you know, everybody wants to fucking share what they're doing and what, what yeah. they're into. Yeah. Um, it's cool, man. It, it really is. So let me ask you this. Yeah. How do you plan or how are you monetizing your podcast? Like how do you get
1: your, yeah. your money
0: back? You know what I mean?
1: Everybody asks me that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's a good so question. How, so how does a podcast make money? Um so personally with cryptic with this with this show, um the pl- I've already got a Patreon page set up. So okay you can go to patreon.com slash and there, you know, it, it needs a little, you know, work to finish it off, but it's there and it's up and running. Um, and so I'm hoping as people listen to the show and they enjoy it and the theories start to come around, you know, what, what, what's going on with these characters and these creatures and everything. I'm hoping that people will want to continue to dig into that and sort of form community about around that, uh, that, that would be awesome. And then, you know, go to the Patreon page and they become a part of that community there, um, for as little as a dollar a month or a couple bucks a month, um, and get some perks, you know, we'll have exclusive content that we'll be putting there and, uh, you get early access, you get three days early. Um, you get to listen to the stuff that comes out. So that's I'm hoping I'm hoping there is sort of uh, that'll be the way to kind of get a little bit of monetization going, Uh, you know, because that that to me, you know, if somebody just says, yeah, I'll give you a dollar a month like that means they truly value the work that's being done and the effort that goes into it and they love the stories and and things like that. So that means a ton to me. Um, there is money to be found as a podcaster in sponsorships. Um, you know, if you go to, or people approach you or you approach somebody and say, here, we're offering these sponsorship spots, whether it's a live read, you know, pre-rolled as they say, uh, something like that. But, um, I, I think those are the two ways that I'm looking at right now. Uh, and then of course, as seasons come out, we will probably always do um, a Kickstarter to sort of get our, our fees. You know, I, I paid, I paid, try to pay all my actors, my, my composers, um, my writer, like those folks work really hard and do great, great work. So I'm trying to honor that and, and pay them for their craft because they're all professionals too. Like I, they're not just like, my friends that do this on the side, like they are my friends, but they're professional performers and writers and musicians. So like, I'm not going to say they can't feed their children the exposure they get from doing this show. (laughs) So, uh, so I try to, I try to, I'm hoping to, to launch Kickstarter to at least cover my, my costs of, just internet hosting and and actors and, and just feeding the mouths that are working on the show. So I guess those are the three ways that I'm looking at, um, monetization. And, uh, I figure if we keep making good shows and getting it in front of the right people, it'll, it'll continue to spread. And that, that side will take care of itself. It's kind of a, I'm, I feel like I'm trying to put money in the bank now and hopefully, hopefully it'll come back in returns later on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's another thing about this time that we live in. Like you never know, like you could go like a whole year with only getting like X amount of plays and then the right person at the right time, hears your stuff and then boom, you know, like you you never know, like you never want to shut the, the door on, on any opportunity really.
1: Right. Right. You know, the right person shares it to the right group of people or followers or whatever. And, yeah, and the next thing you know, it, it, it's truly viral. It, it, and that's the sense of that word is that it's like a virus that kind of spreads quickly. So absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, normally, man, I can't believe the time's going so quick. Uh, normally <laughs> on this show um, toward the end, I always ask my guests, uh, what is your race, religion and sexual orientation?
1: Sure. Uh so I'm uh I'm about as much of a wasp as you can get. Uh uh I'm white. I was born in in northeast Ohio. Um I grew up in a Protestant home and uh I still believe, I still am very active in my church. Uh what was it, race, religion? Sexual uh, orientation. And I'm I'm straight, um, married to my lovely wife. We have three kids and awesome uh, yeah, so there it so, is.
0: So you grew up in the church and, uh, you still, you're still active in the church. Do you do like, do you help them with like any of their audio
1: needs with your background I, and everything? <laughs> I do. Um, okay, I, I, I play, yeah, I play in the, in the band sometimes. And then, uh, I also get put on the schedule to, to run sound and things like that. So, uh, nice. I do as much as I can. I used to be, um, for, for a few years at our old church, I, I was actually the youth director there. I ran the youth ministry for about three years on staff and then another two years at another church. And, uh, so yeah, I've, I've been on pretty much just about every facet of being involved in a church that you can imagine. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome, man. Like, it sounds like you just get to spend all of your time, like surrounded by audio gear and (laughs) all this technology and stuff and i'm jealous man
1: and you know waking up at 2 a.m to change a diaper every now and then so
0: (laughs) right Right on yeah i got a baby on the way man so i got a two and a half year old now who's almost out of diapers and then i got a new one that will be here in february
1: yeah so we have a we have a 13 year old an 11 year old and a two and a half year old so nice. Yeah. it's It's uh we kind of pushed the reset button there quite by surprise. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I
0: also have a 17 year old son. So oh, right. On. So you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. There. Yeah.
1: So. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's great, man. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So what kind of, uh, what kind of like audio setup and equipment do you have at your home or your main studio?
1: Sure. So yeah, my main studio is, is in my basement. Um, okay. and, uh, we, fortunate enough, have this, we moved into this house that was, like, foreclosed on, and the basement was somewhat finished, but they sort of partitioned off this small room. I don't know. It's maybe 10 by 10 or something like that. Um, and I've got a couple different audio interfaces. Uh, I've got one of the the Focusrite Scarlett uh, audio interfaces, which I love. The preamps sound great in it. Nice. Um, I use my MacBook Pro as my main recording, uh, I guess recording deck. But I use Adobe Audition that, yeah. uh, that I record into there, and then I've got a collection of different mics. The mic I'm on right now is my my radio voice mic. Uh, it's an Audio Technica BP40, nice, uh, which I love. It's hypercardioid pickup. It's really nice. Like. The TV's on in the next room, and you can't even hear it through the mic. It's Not just, at all. it's super cool. Nice. Uh, and then I've got a couple, like large diaphragm uh, condenser mics that I use for, uh, for recording more like, more for voice acting, voice drama, uh, that kind of thing, because uh, they're just a little more clearer on the top end. And then I've got a nice stereo mic too that I did a lot of the recording for uh, Cryptic. Um, I did through a stereo mic so I could actually move actors in relation to the mic and sort of set up the stereo field that way. And, uh, it was a lot of fun doing it that way instead of just all close mics and trying to create movement in post-production. Yeah. So, man. so that's, that's awesome. uh, yeah, that's most, mostly my recording rig at, at home. Um, it's, it's modest, but it, it really does the job and, um, yeah, it sounds
0: you... awesome man like i just cool. um i just switched from audacity the free every the one that everyone uses yeah, for free sure uh, yeah. to adobe and man like the options and um settings and and the stuff you can do in adobe is amazing man it's and it's yes. a lot easier to learn than i thought it would be it was oh, very yeah. intimidating mm-hmm. the first time i turned it on um, but as i just you know keep watching youtube keep trying to learn it's 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 very nice software man
1: oh i tell you i got um I I got into it. I I started out on Pro Tools a long time ago and I'd eventually like to go back to it cuz it it is pretty killer. Yeah. Um but the the subscription, you know, it's cheap to get into audition and uh the I, I got in, I figured out what I needed and I started creating keyboard shortcuts. Yeah. And yeah. it just it makes stuff stuff go so much faster. Yeah. Uh, I haven't so gotten into
0: the point of programming my own shortcuts yet but i do plan to do that in the future once i get a little more familiar with it
1: yeah yeah i tell you for especially doing like radio shows like this type Mm -hmm. of show um my s key is my split and my d key is my delete and i split and delete i highlight boom and it's just because you know you're just going through chopping out dead air cuts you know it's a heavy it, breathing it's, right right yeah. <laughs> it goes yeah. so well so yeah so a little bit of shop talk there for your listeners. yeah man but. i
0: appreciate it i love that shit man that's the, the, the tinkering around with gear is like one of my favorite parts about this man i love it
1: yeah yeah
0: but yeah man uh we're we're basically out of time here do you have uh-huh. any pl- plugs or anything that you want to throw out before we
1: end this Sure, I feel like I kind of slipped them in there not so slowly, but what we're here for, man. right on. I No, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I appreciate the time that you've given me and yeah, uh, hope, hope your uh, listeners found it interested interesting. Uh, if you are interested in cryptic Podcast, the best place to go is crypticpodcast.com. It's got all our social links there. Uh, there's a listen page. You can listen to every episode that's been published right there from the website. So nice. if you don't have like a podcatcher or something that you listen to, you can listen to it right there. Um, and there's, you know, information on our cast and crew and the people that worked on the show is all listed there too. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's been, uh, a labor of love and, I can't believe how well it's been received so far. It's been really exciting. So if you're interested in things that go bump in the night and mythical beasts and all that stuff, I think you would, uh, you would enjoy it. I, at least I hope you would. So yeah, crypticpodcast.com, That's the way to go.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And we just launched a website as well. Beware of If, um, like I said at the beginning, if anyone's listening or know someone who wants to be on the show, Go to bewareofstrangers.com, hit the link that says be a guest, fill out the form, and we'll get you on the show. You can also listen to the podcast on bewareofstrangers.com, again, if you don't have a podcast player or whatever. Um, I'm doing this new thing where I read one review every week. So if you would like for me to read your review, then please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, This week is from Poker Huntress. says, highly recommend being one of Gary's random guests. I found him easy to talk to, and time seemed to fly by found his previous episodes intriguing, a must-listen-to podcast. Thank you very much, Poker Huntress, for the, for the review. Doesn't yeah, get man. much better
1: uh, than that. <laughs>
0: no doubt. If you <laughs> want me to read your review on the show, then leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, but yeah, man, we're, any closing words or anything?
1: Uh, gosh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> no, I think, I think we've covered it all. So just, awesome, uh, again, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show. And uh, Jeremiah, you have a good day, man.
1: All right, you too.
0: Right, see you, bud.